Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerd side quest. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Put all of these in. I will. Uh, Okay, good. That's what you get in side quests. (laughs) (laughs) Random bullshit. Uh, Alex... You heard some no, sad I wanna news. Throw, we're going to throw it to Brian first. Oh, you want to start with Brian? You want to start with the happy stuff? Yeah. Brian, how was your we'll trip? End, we'll, we'll end on the downer. Well, I mean, I'm not feeling too happy now because, well, for one, I'm back from vacation. Yeah, that's fair. And two, I think my liver, it really hates me. <laughs> it hated you before. My digestive system. So, uh, yeah. But... You know what? No, I am happy to be back though, because it's it's nice to uh, to relax and sit at my cool computer setup again and chat about video games and whatnot. But um, yeah, I went to New Orleans for four nights. And how was how was the COVID travel? What uh, what who did what airline did you guys fly? It was weird. We flew on Delta. Okay. Um, they had stopped the seat spacing thing that they mm-hmm. had going through I think even April. So we had to sit. We got lucky though actually cuz our flights were almost full, mm. but they were pretty small planes, so like Airbus 2 220s, they're like a newer plane, I believe. Um I'm like small as far as, you know, an actual commercial jet goes. Yeah. Um so there were like, f- there's five seats per row, like two, and then uh, the aisle, and then another three. And we we were sat in the like rows with three seats, like or the aisle side with three seats both times, and both times I didn't have anyone sitting next to me. That's cool. Yeah. So that was awesome, but it kind of sucks. Like, I mean, I wear a mask all the time for work mm. and stuff, so I'm used to it. I'm not one of those babies complaining about that it's the hardest thing in the world to do. Like, you know, like John, for example, who <laughs> hates wearing a mask. <laughs> you And you, you, you and I your just, girlfriend I have, are also vaccinated as well. I right? have the so. complexion of a 13-year-old boy, so I end up breaking out wearing a mask all day, and it's, like, really <laughs> uncomfortable after a while. I'll wear one. Like, don't get me wrong. Like... At work, I'm wearing a mask the majority of time that I'm there, but when I'm in my specific cubby of space and nobody else is in that space, I tend to not have my mask on. Yeah, but MIT basically debunked that that really is helpful, and at least from what I've read, is basically if you're inside with other people, you're going to be spreading COVID. It doesn't matter whether they're six feet away or like 60 feet away. Well, I'm also vaccinated and don't care. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, that's kind of how we felt, I think, as we descended into drunkenness, is is that most people there are actually vaccinated, and their numbers are very low. Like, I think their, like, 70 average is, like, 50 or and something. And your blood alcohol level made it impossible for COVID to spread in the first place, because you're basically <laughs> yeah. walking hand sanitizer. It's also, it's a very open air environment you know i mean you're down south so like everywhere you go the doors are open you know it's like you're out on patios you can carry your booze in the street yeah it's okay 
It so, is, uh, so after you shake someone's hand, nice. you just pour some whiskey on your hand, like hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, or you can use hand sanitizer. It was plentiful there. They call that the NOLA hello. I will say that people, <laughs> like, Louisiana in general doesn't have a mask mandate anymore, I believe. Mm. But New Orleans still does. But people play pretty fast and loose with that. So that like was they do kind, here. Of, kind of a bummer. Oh, no, more so. Mm. That's good. But, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. You can't, like, we can't all be hiding in a bubble for the rest of our lives. I mean, we fucking can. As if you had it your <laughs> way, yes. But that's not going to happen. We could. And also, like, if we would have done that for, like, granted, it would have been longer than two weeks. But if people would have actually done that for some amount of time last year, we would we would be able to, you know, not have masks. Yeah, we'd be like New Zealand, take, who did take it. Take a look at New Zealand, yeah. And they have but zero. Anyway. Well, that, zero that's cases. also a much smaller uh, area to implement that sort of thing. A I don't, smaller the, I don't see the, the difference, man. What's the per capita, you know? Like, uh, if you just you know. do the thing that the scientists tell you to do. So what you're saying is, Brian, we have more space for people to spread out a little bit and that makes it harder for people anyway no i'm saying brian why did you do covid why was why did you do this to us i'm sorry i just couldn't help myself (laughs) why 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 did you do covid (laughs) (laughs) so uh so so did you were you just there to enjoy the uh the the booze and the food or did you do any like touristy stuff or anything Mm, no self-guided uh you know like did you get that one giant uh, fried bologna sandwich? There's no. a fried bologna sandwich from that place that our barber goes to. Oh, fuck. Oh, so- yeah, I know. I wanted to go there, but didn't make it again. I did go to the donut shop where you can get donut sandwiches, though. Hell, yeah. Donut sandwiches rule. Yeah, except I didn't get one this time. I got a biscuit sandwich instead. The donut bar over... And a donut on the side. Over on uh, Southfield and 12 Mile, you can get a donut... Monte Cristo, where they take two donuts and they press them together with ham and cheese and jelly. I did not know they uh, started and doing it's that. Fucking awesome! <laughs> yeah, it does sound pretty good. It's so the only thing that would make it better is if it had some eggs on it, like because I like my Monte Cristos with like a fat slab of egg. But that's just me. Yeah, I don't. I can't. I don't. I don't like ham in general. Well, you, can get a, you can you can do turkey too, but a traditional Monte Cristo okay. is with ham. Okay, I thought it was with ham and turkey technically. I think it's just ham, but you can get at at donut bar. You can get ham or turkey. I'm pretty sure. I prefer to get ham because ham works better with eggs than turkey, in my opinion. Turkey's a little too ham is better because it has more salt. Yeah, turkey typically does not have a ton of salt unless it was like thoroughly brined which most deli turkeys are but um i just think ham goes better in general because it has more salt and like it's a lot of sweetness because you've got two literally two like glazed donuts on the outside and then you've got like this strawberry jam or whatever that's in there and it's just like a lot of sweetness so it's nice to have that bite of salt to cut through and balance things out for you anyways alex what are you looking up on your phone so so there's uh i so i was looking uh, I heard on a podcast about a sub shop called Wawa that is apparently an East Coast thing that is good. Uh, but anyway, 
I, I was looking very hard to try and find the name of Wawa, and I didn't, I couldn't find it, but I was finding other things. There's a place called D'Angelo's, uh, also in like New Englandish area. I think there are some in, there might be one in Boston, although I don't know how COVID has treated people. Um, you can get a, f- a foot long lobster roll. <laughs> Oh my god! Twenty two bucks. That's it. That's, yes. I feel like the normal size one is twenty two dollars. That's a deal. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? So I uh, we we need to go back. Yeah. <laughs> they also do a catering one called. It's a twenty nine inch. It's called the Lobster Great Divide. I'll try and show you guys over the camera here. Oh, look! At, look! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Let's, so we we should eat one of those <laughs> three of us. Ten, ten inches of lobster roll each. <laughs> we'll just uh, yeah, we'll just get a room and just have those ordered to it like every <laughs> few hours and just never leave. Gross. <laughs> yeah, it just smells like like fish. <laughs> oh, speaking of fish, I had my first uh, crawfish boil. Boil. That was interesting. Did you suck out the heads? I tried. I wasn't very good at it. You can't get enough suction on that tiny little pucker of yours. <laughs> I kind of just broke one open and tried it, and it's it's good. I mean, it's the whole experience is pretty gross. Where you like, honestly, this is what it's like being a giant, and like <laughs> it, it tastes good. Um, I was gonna say the cr- the crayfish should be like properly sized for for Brian. Like, uh, yeah, it's uh, like eating a like if a lobster it's like were us, an appropriate it's like us size eating- for me, it would be that size. <laughs> Yeah. One sixteenth scale lobster. Uh, no, it's jumbo shrimp are a little bit too big. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually had yeah, I had crayfish or crawfish or crawdads Crawdad. or whatever you want to call them in a lot of stuff there. You, you I had crawdad. I had a quesadilla with some. Does it just, do they really just good. taste like lobster? I've never had nah, crayfish. Like, they're a little not- fishier. Fishier? Have you ever, John? Have you ever had the lobster bisque from uh, Zoop? Not from Zoop, but I've had lobster bisque okay. before. The lobster bisque from Zoop is mostly constituted of crayfish, actually. Okay, and it's 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 okay. It's a, it's a similar texture. It yeah, is the not quite as well. Like as lobster good. and crab are like similar, but lobster has like more of like a rubbery thing going on compared to crab, in my opinion. Crab's kind of like stringy, you know. Yeah. Instead, mm-hmm. yeah. No, they're, they're all yeah. different. I like the texture of the uh, crawdads, <laughs> but uh, they are yeah, they're a I, lot of I work wish, for very I, little meat. I wish you mm-hmm. had a Louisiana accent. <laughs> uh, you should spend yeah. more time down there so you pick one up. That would be so. Okay. It'd be so sure. Sick. You know, <laughs> well, maybe if we get uh, more Patreon s- subscribers, you could send us. Yeah, send, send me to- there like on special assignment once a year or so at least, <laughs> so I can work on my accent. We're canceling the game nerds. We have a new podcast called the, Brian Gets no, a Louisiana Accent. It's the it's the Midwest Food Dudes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was it was overall it was fun though. It, like lots of good eating and drinking and a lot of walking and a lot of being way too hot, but. Um, that's fine. I didn't get too sunburned, shockingly. Well, you came home to like 40 degrees outside. Oh, yeah, so. it feels great. I'm I'm yeah. fine with that. That's good. It's okay to be exposed to the heat every once in a while. Yep. Yeah, it was good. All right, Alex, do you want to cry about Giant Bomb now? 
<laughs> pretty much. No, I spent most of last week like crying about it. Basically, I. Uh, so for those who don't know, Giant Bomb video game website started in 2008 after Jeff Gerstmann was fired from GameSpot because he would not change his review score of Kane and Lynch, even though the website was plastered in Kane and Lynch advertisements. Uh, that's the real ethics in game journalism bullshit, not this Gamergate bullshit. But anyway, uh, he went on to found Giant Bomb with Ryan Davis and Brad Shoemaker in 2008, and, um, and many more GameSpot people eventually came over and joined them. But... Um, there were 10 people working for giant bomb at the start of 2020. And now they are kind of down to four. Uh, and this past week, Alex Navarro, Brad Shoemaker and Vinny Caravella, all of whom were there within the first three years of giant bomb starting all left, uh, giant bomb. And so Jeff Gerstmann is the only founding member left. um, and there are a few other guys that are sticking around as they pivot to do something differently. But I basically just wanted to talk a little bit about the fact that, like, the Midwest Podcast Network as it exists probably would not be a thing without Giant Bomb existing. Because um, they're very much a personality-based video games thing. Like, they, they founded the idea of playing video games on the internet like the idea of somebody putting gameplay up on the web started with giant bomb and like people make fun of them for the fact that their quick looks are an hour long but before that you got like a real player clip of two seconds of a game and that was pretty much it uh you get people talking about games on podcasts or whatever but other than that you know they they kind of became the they were kind of this interesting shift from games coverage being this like we have a magazine and we're writing about things and that turned into like websites and people writing about things and then it started to morph into like hey i'm a dude who plays video games these are the kind of games that i like i'm gonna play them with you and kind of show you what i think of them and now we're on to like twitch where that's basically what th uh, thousands of other people are trying to do and so, you know, the fact that, like, three of the founding members are departing is sad. And this comes after they were sold to... They were sold from... It's interesting. Giant Bomb got founded in 2008 under Whiskey Media. Whiskey Media then sold Giant Bomb back to GameSpot in, like, 2012-ish, I want to say. Something like that. Uh, yes. Acquired by CBS Interactive in March 2012 which is where GameSpot resided, and then Red Ventures purchased them last year from CBS Interactive with GameSpot and a few other places. And uh, that whole journey that, that that whole site went on, I've been like listening to these guys in my ears since like 2010, 2011, I think, and so the fact that like they're not going to be on the Giant Bombcast that just got to my phone, uh, or the Giant Beastcast, which is over, because all the New York guys are not there anymore... Uh, it just kind of sucks. Um, but it sounds like they're going to continue doing things. It sounds like Jeff Gersman is going to try to do more with giant bomb. Um, and they're going to be pivoting in, into something different. We'll see what that's going to be. I'm curious to see what it is. I'm curious to see where the three guys that left land and what they end up doing. If they're going to continue to do something that's more public facing, or if they go into something more private, then that's cool too. They've certainly 
paid their dues. Well, not even dues. They they've exposed their life to this more than they ever needed to. But uh, anyway, that's my eulogy to Giant Bomb. I guess uh, it's a it's a great great website. Lots of great video for people to go back and check. There's a bunch of free stuff on YouTube and on their website. Uh, just a bunch of really funny guys doing ridiculous shit on video games and uh and talking about it and uh and yeah i just uh i love giant bomb and sad to see those guys go hopefully they can continue to do something cool with their life i was gonna say the guys that are leaving like it it wasn't like a negative thing necessarily was it like like we don't know any of the details really but it's not like a they've got issues with jeff or vice versa or something right like you don't really know but Maybe yeah, know. there's there's no solid information out about it, but like as I watched the final Beast cast last week, watching Vinny talk about it, it very much sounded as though it pains him to not be continuing with the site. So take that for what you will. I don't know that it's like I don't think they got pushed out. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, this was their buyout date with Red Ventures, and they all kind of laughed that off because they're like, yeah, we don't get fucking buyout dates. Nobody knows who Vinny Caravella is except for the people that are watching this right now yeah. or listening to it. And but, all the people um, you tell them, tell yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bet, bet, bet. But uh, along with my liver, part of my brain is also dead. (laughs) That's the COVID. (laughs) Um, but it it, to me, it sounded very much like it was a choice that they had to make to not continue on, and whether or not that choice was like pressured by the fact that people were taking pay cuts or who knows. Like there's, it's just hard. Yeah. To it's know. just like the, I just hope there's no like animosity and shit. Cause like, I see the stuff between like Greg Miller and, and, uh, Colin, what's his name. And like those two Colin guys, Moriarty. like they're fucking no longer friends basically with that. Well, that shit. was yeah. like a whole different thing though. Yeah. That was a bit different, but I don't, I, I don't think so. Like the way that it all ended, um, cause they even got together on Friday and just did one big stream with everybody together again and like watched a bunch of old GameStop and giant bomb stuff, which was really funny. But, um, they, they made it sound like they will all be appearing on each other's shit wherever they go to, you know? Yeah. So it's, I, I don't. I don't think there's any bad will between the people that are staying and the people that are going. No, that's cool. Um, cool. Yeah. So, and I, and I hope not because it would be nice to see and hear these people pop up in different places and allow them to do different, do different things. Absolutely. Uh, and I mean, if they have personalities that gel really well together, then they're fun to listen to. So mm-hmm. I just, I personally never got into them just cause I always, I don't like podcasts that are that long. Um, and that's the only I, reason I don't listen to them is because I just can't like, I, I, there's too many other things that I want to listen to. I can't lock myself into just one thing. That's fair. Yeah. It's like, it's a th- three hour podcast almost every week when they yeah. were going like super strong and, uh, and it was a lot, but like, I just feel like I got to know them so well that it felt like I was just hanging with friends and we were chatting about video games. Yeah. And I think that was what, that's the thing that's cool about giant bomb. Giant Bomb never had ads on their website. They did read ads on their podcasts. But other than that, they were completely subscription-based. People would pay $60 a year to get the premium Giant Bomb content. 
and uh, that included ad-free podcast feeds, and um, they would do uh, certain video features, video shows, basically, that were only available if you were subscribed to them. And eventually they would, like, put some stuff up for free to kind of entice people to come and check out their subscription, do, like, trials and things like that. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm interested to see where they go. That's sure. all I can say at this point. Hopefully, hopefully it blossoms into something even bigger and better. But, uh, uh, sad to see those guys go, but I hope they find happiness and they do things that they enjoy and, uh, and they're good. For sure. Cool. Well, that is our side quest for this time. Next time, maybe we'll talk about some more food and drink if you guys like that. Or maybe we'll just have some other random editorial shit. Who knows? But thanks for listening. Thanks to all our patrons for, uh, you know, supporting us. We appreciate it. We love you guys. And all our general listeners as well. You will catch this in your feed later. We will see you next time. Peace.